thanks for clicking through to listen. So here's an audio only version of the vlog that I recorded talking about the visual side of being a freelance musician. So hope you like it and there's maybe some things you could take from it as well. It really hit me that people need to be interested in what they see before they actually want to listen to something. My name's Paul. I go under the name of Pablo Eyes and I'm a freelance musician. I'm still getting used to saying that as I'm still pretty early in of carving out a career for myself in music. I've been doing it as a hobby for many, many years, but I'm only about a month or so into actually making this a full-time livelihood. And as part of this journey, I just thought I would uh, record a regular vlog um, of all the things that I'm learning in real time um, of successes, things that haven't gone so well, the clangers, and share my uh, nonsense around that to create something which is useful to learn from. And then things that I'm learning through, things that I'm working through along the way, which I'm hoping people will find useful, but also a form of documentation for me to look back on and smile at those early times when I was just trying to figure out what on earth I was actually doing. In this vlog, I want to talk around five key points which are all to do with the visual side of being a freelance musician. Before going into the five specific points that I thought of when I was just reflecting through my week, just at a basic level, it's going to sound really, really stupid, but I never really took in and fully appreciated how visual everything is, especially as a freelance musician. It really hit me that people need to be interested in what they see before they actually want to listen to something. And to get my head around that, I thought of cars, just because there's a car dealership around the corner from me and I was walking back from my shop and that's where my mind went. So you think you want to buy a car, you go to a car dealership, you go there, that's, that's you searching. And then you're in the car dealership, that's like an impression. You're in the vicinity, you've got lots of options around you. And then as you're walking around, you think, oh, what's that car? Oh, that's a decent price. Oh, has it got a Bluetooth system? And that's the click-through rate of you wanting to find out more, which of course, a lot of that is dictated by your thumbnails and your descriptions, or maybe if people have sort of like heard about you word of mouth, but it all comes from what you see to then start to listen. And that's what's really dawned on me. And then the actual practicalities of making those visuals so they are interesting for people to actually want to check you out, especially if you're somebody like me who's relatively new and doesn't really have a following. The first point being thumbnails, using for YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or the marketplace sites that I'm a part of, like Fiverr and Air Gigs for my freelance base gigs that I serve people with and actually creating the thumbnail. So what I'm using at the moment, I'm using an app called Pixel Lab. I'm using it on my phone. It was free to get going, but with the editing, lots of ads come up, which get pretty annoying to tell you the truth. So I quickly bought the paid version. It's like two, three quid, doesn't break the bank. And I found it really, really intuitive. It's great doing it on your phone, on the couch, in bed, editing thumbnails, creating your own memes and quotes. And again, just giving you a bit of visual identity just to support what you're doing sonically. And I found it really accessible as a starting point and found it pretty useful. The second point being video, which has been a big, big part of my learning. Now, I haven't got a DSLR. I'm shooting this on my phone. So my mobile is a Samsung A51G. 
and I'm using the back facing camera as through the YouTube tutorials I've been watching, the resolution on the back facing camera is much better than the front facing camera. So I've got a tripod to set it up, but of course I've needed to, a way to monitor actually what I'm doing. So I've robbed my uh, mirror from my bathroom to put it the other side of this shot so I can actually weigh myself up just to see whether I'm in shot. So that's how I'm monitoring what's going on at the moment. And then with that, once I've got everything sort of like set, I've got my Bluetooth clicker as well which is really good because it actually came with the tripod that I ordered with. So it came all as one package, which was really, really useful. So that was, that was that side of things. And then there was the lighting side of things. So I'm in a pretty small, dingy box room, which is um, a work in progress and far from a Instagram looking a studio. But um, over here, I've got a window which overlooks my garden. I've got a light here which I bought which goes on top of a camera and I've just teetered it on top of my monitor so hopefully it doesn't fall and stays intact for the rest of this video and I'm just trying to make sure that me, I'm well shot and I don't look dark and dingy and I wasn't really that aware or took that much notice of lighting before doing this so I needed to learn that. And then there's the sound side of things which I'm just tapping there. I haven't hit it discreetly probably the next video i'll try and do something a bit more clever but it's the lavia mic about 20 25 quid from amazon plugging directly into my phone and the sound quality is good you can hear me clearly and i think it's sufficient and then from actually capturing my video how am i going to edit it so i've gone with the app kinemaster and with that i found it really really accessible again i like having it on my phone and i'm able to do some quite basic things quite quickly i've gone for the paid version just so i haven't got the watermark or something like 20 30 pounds something like that and um, that's what i'm going with so far as my setup to create all of my videos and then the color grading side i mean that's just the rabbit hole which is i'm constantly learning about and speaking to more of my filmmaker friends it's something which is ongoing for them and i've related that to the audio world really in that adjusting my white balance and exposure i'm seeing that as getting my signal chain right if i'm recording bass not too loud get a good tone in and the mixing side of things, I might go back and fix and adjust some of like my white balance or my exposure or adjust the framing if something's kind of poking in through the corner and just the overall look and aesthetic. So it's a combination of surgical mixing but then overall mastering just to make sure the overall visual comes out the way that you like. And that's the way that I'm approaching it at the moment, which I'm getting there. It's a lot to take in, but I'm enjoying it actually. It's pretty fun. The third point being being on camera. I'm not new to being on camera. As part of full-time work, I've recorded promo videos and things like that, but I've never actually recorded my own video for my own business. So with that, it felt quite weird. That's something I really wanted to do because all of the creatives that I follow, they all have a strong video presence and I feel like you get to know them and you want to collaborate with them and you know what you're getting with them. So with that, I wanted to do the same and come across how I am in person online and not be sort of a, a faceless really in myself musician that can't interact with the world because I don't consider myself like that in day-to-day -day life. So I was quite nervous actually before recording this initially but the reason why I got nervous was I went into a mode of trying to script out everything that I was going to say and I thought back to my previous full-time work around how I used to do a lot of presentations 
and with presentations, I personally don't write everything out. I have sections of what I'm gonna cover, maybe a bullet point of an overall point I want to make and then I just freestyle it. So I've approached that the same way. If this whole video is maybe about five, six bullet points, that's the direction, that's the order, and then what comes out of my mouth, I find I find out when I actually say it, but it gives me a sense of direction, and that's the way that I found it useful. Other people will prefer to script it out, and for them, it will come out better, and that suits their style, but for me, doing it in that way, um, it works better for me, and that's what I've learned. The fourth point being creating video concepts. It's among all the other things that I'm doing around, you know, playing bass and custom music and various other musical related services that I'm offering as well as being an artist and making my own stuff and I'm working on some sample packs as well. So video concepts, where do they come from? Because I need to make it fit into everything else that I'm doing. So um, I'm taking in some inspiration from the Gary V content model in that. This is me just sort of talking about what I'm learning in sort of like a long form format. But then from here, I might create it in different formats, in audio, visual, and even in writing in some ways, just to kind of spread what I'm learning. So if people want to learn from what I'm talking about, then they can access it in different ways. So that's how I'm going to be doing it. And then recording this in specific times. For example, this is a Thursday morning. So I'm just doing this all on Thursday morning. Then I'll edit everything else. And then that's my batch edit for a few days. And that's how I'm managing it around my family commitments and everything else that I need to do. And I want to do a vlog model as it feels most natural to me. For the majority of my life, I've been a youth worker, which talks a lot about reflective practice of doing something, thinking about how it went and what you could learn from it. So I naturally think that way. And I thought just setting up a camera, talking about what I'm learning would be something that I could sort of do and would feel quite natural to me and not too forced. So that's the route that I'm going. and as well as reflecting on what I'm doing, just making sure other people can learn from it. As much as I, I admire some people that can go on camera and do these really eloquent sort of like rants, um, I'm not at that stage yet. I'm just really conscious that I want to make sure what I'm saying other people can learn from. So um, I might be able to turn on a camera randomly, just do something, but right now I need to think about it. But that's probably maybe an insecurity thing potentially i'm not too sure but um but that's why i'm doing this vlog format and how i want to manage my time with creating video content and the fifth point of just learning new things putting this together took a while for me just because i haven't really done it before there was lots of stop and starts and i have a nature to speak quite quickly so i needed to scale back to speak at a better pace to make sure i'm better understood and really just making sure that everything works well when it's presented to others. With the video side of things of getting used to a function in the program, and it could take a matter of seconds, but I'm taking five, 10 minutes, and just being understanding and kind to myself and not being impatient that small things can take longer at first, but it will get quicker and I will get more efficient at it. So here's my first vlog and I'll be coming back with some more and thanks for watching and listening. Thanks for seeing it through all the way to the end. Um, it's really kind of you. So if you're interested in finding out a bit more about what I'm doing, um, I'm available on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all under Pablo Wise Music. And then there'll be more of these vlogs and podcasts coming. So I look forward to uh, you tuning in and take care.